Hey there, thanks for tuning in to Something New Every Week with your host, me, Jason Group. Each week, I'm going to give you something new that's happening in our photographic world, just some great conversations with my friends, and what's going on right now. Something New Every Week is sponsored by Miller's Lab. Miller's Professional Imaging is the largest professional lab organization in the United States. They provide professional prints and press products for professional photographers in all 50 states and Canada. And they're just a great company. If you don't know them, go check them out, millerslab.com. Oh man, from the middle of the country to the left side of the country, I am here today on this week's episode of Something New Every Week with my one of my newer friends, Andy Strong, from San Francisco, California. Andy, please say hello. 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 How are you? Uh, Jason, <laughs> this is uh, such a pleasure. Thank you so much for uh, having me on uh, your show. Uh, Super excited to chat with you and uh, and and, and uh, make our friendship even uh, more exquisite. Nice, I like that, and I, I, I always enjoy our, our conversations. They've mainly been at Shutterfest, uh-huh. and I've I've enjoyed getting to know you. One of the things that I really love about you is. For those of you who don't know Andy, Andy is uh, is an infectious. He has an infectious smile, and really great personality. Uh, he's fun to be around, and uh, always seems to have. In from where I sit and where I've seen, a very very positive personality. Um, for those of you who know me, I'm I generally tend to be on the other side of that personality. <laughs> so I love. I love I love chatting with him, and uh, I'm really looking forward to getting to know you a little bit, and 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 for everyone else to get to know you a little bit better. Um, I think you are uh, a very positive force in our industry, that uh, in our community, more importantly, that uh, a lot of people don't know you. So I'm hoping uh, a lot more people get to know you, and uh, and uh, and we learn a little bit more about you today. So before we get started. Um, I have to say, I, I, I took a, took a look at your work today and it's the first time I had been on your website and, uh, man, I, I, I know that you've been working hard. I know that you've talked about working hard. Uh, your body of work is incredible and, and I'm really, really, really impressed with the work that you're doing. And it's unique in the sense that, uh, I love, it's real and, that's the thing that I love about um, the, the your body of work is is real people and real personalities and super diverse in in color and and personalities and there's just so much going on there and I th- definitely think that it embodies your you where you live and your personality in your town but uh, really great job man really great job ah uh, thank you thank you I feel really lucky to um, be. Uh, to be able to be surrounded by artists um, is the primary body. The primary body of my work, the primary like, history of my my own uh, work, is working with artists and working with um, entrepreneurs and people who are you know artists in a in a different in a in a business sense as as well. Um, and it, I feel really lucky to be able to get to know people on that level. And thank you so much for 
saying, I'm like, you know, kind of holding my breath. Like, what is he going to say about the work? What is he going to say about the work? And then you're like, real. There's something so real about it. And it's like, oh, if that's the cohesive note that happens throughout this work, because I do, I do feel I, I, I serve a different, you know, a, a broad variety of, uh, of clientele um, from, you know, uh, from doing like, uh, a music video uh, to doing like a, a headshot or an event for rocket scientists. You know, this is, these are completely different uh, people's skill sets. And yet the, the thing about a camera is that it makes everybody sort of the same, mm. um, you know, that there's an equalizer aspect to, being the person holding a camera and being able to speak to someone on a really on that deep level and on a really on a real level and just asking someone, it's like, Hey, you know, we have a really unique opportunity at any moment in our life to give a gift to our future self, you know, whether it's mm -hmm. through like, um, even just like hydrating is, uh, you know, a gift that you can give to yourself, you know, and like living your life more hydrated, you know, that's, <laughs> that's something that you can, that's something that you can do. But in a portrait session, um, you have this, um, you, you have this, this moment, this sort of bookmark um, that you can place in your life of all of the experiences, every step that you've ever taken up to this second, up to this moment, there's one one 160th of a second. And then you place this, it's a, it's a bookmark in the chapter of your life. And, and that is a gift that you can really give yourself. And if you show up, you know, and that's, that's the whole thing you can give. You're always being able, you're always able to give the gift of yourself of that moment. You know, it's captured. It's, it's, I love that. I love that. It's, you know, it's captured. It's, it's something it's in this little digital space, you know, or this film, uh, space there's a record of it of it existing but to get to that real aspect to get to that soul quality i think there's a sort of like giving up of what you would expect from yourself in a moment especially when you're in a studio or surrounded by lights or you know in a public space and you know wanting to look cool or like elegant or something like that there's this, you have to sort of give up this looking at yourself or this observation that um, I think lifting up a camera naturally invites where you start to look at yourself and you start to observe yourself. The quality of being observed changes. And when you can rise to that occasion, you can kind of come up on stage. And my background is in theater and that's that's what I think about is you, you come up on stage and you you bring yourself with the power and the nerves that you have that extra energy and you just show up it's simple very very simple yeah to me that's the most powerful so that's my rant that's that's the first of probably as many rambles as we have time for <laughs> no please ramble away i love hearing it because this is what i want to hear this is this is what i and and, and everything you just said is what shows up in your photographs and wow. and that's what and that's what that's what that, that's what and I, you know i've looked at a lot of people's work and i worked with a lot of photographers over the years and 
and choosing uh, uh, educators for WPPI over the years. So I've seen a lot of people's work. And um, every now and again, you come across something where you just, you feel something different. And for those of you who don't know Andy, and and I'll post a link to your website, uh, you are mainly a portrait photographer, headshot photographer, and um, the portraits that you've done, every one of them is, is, you can tell, is a unique experience. And even your headshots, uh, headshots have become a very important uh, uh, thing that people need and uh, and a space. And, and so many people are now hiring photographers that do headshots, but your headshots are different and, and the lighting is different in all of them. And there, I want you to like, I seriously, like next year in St. Louis, I want you to do my headshot next year. Cool. Like we got a date. Yeah. yeah it's, it, and it's, it's, um, and now I can put myself on, on, on blast that I need to lose the weight to be in that portrait. But yeah, anyway, cool. uh, it, goals, it's, goals, goals. I've got some goals. <laughs> but you could tell there's goals. goals there. And, and, and it's just a, it's, it's, it's a large body of work. So let's get to, to know you from more of your, your beginnings. And the other thing that I didn't realize is that, uh, you, you, you definitely, you have some theater and then it looks like you play in a band. I didn't know you were a musician. Uh, and, uh, I was listening to some of your music today. I loved it. Um, t- let's start there. Like you're a musician and it looks like you're a total rock star. Like, let's talk about that a little bit. How long uh, have you been doing that? And what's going on with that? Talk to me about the band. So, I want to know everything. Okay. So, um, yeah, I started a band and I started many bands over the years that didn't ever get to like playing a show, you know, like, uh, <laughs> I, have, I have like a lot of, a lot of defunct, um, Twitter accounts <laughs> of, of like pretty cool names, you know, um, uh, but that I could never log into. Um, uh, so just like I would start a band and then we would, you know, it inevitably break up or like, you know, something, something would happen, you know, it was just like, it was like probably that probably the reality is that the art was never good enough to like facilitate needing to meet continuously. (laughs) It's like, you know what? Like I could probably just hang out with other people and not have to deal with you, you know, like uh, uh, that was, so that was the sentiment of a lot of my first bands. Um, and uh, I didn't, that's fine. Um, I didn't really know exactly what I was doing, but I had a lot of opinions about everything mm-hmm. and I still do. And mm-hmm. I still don't, um, you know, you never know what you're doing, but uh, then you just do. And that's, then you feel as though you have known what you did know what you were doing. I don't know what that sentence was. Um, so, uh, yes, I play music. The band doesn't truly exist as it was in that moment um, anymore. That band is the Damn Fanatics. Yeah. We released an EP, and then we have an album uh, that I'm super excited about. That we it was just like everything hit at the same time with the pandemic and um, with time, just timing of everything and timing of. Um, we were starting the album as I was starting this business and like mm-hmm. leaving my other mm-hmm. 
job. So it was like already taking a like much longer time because I was like, oh, I'll just take pictures now. It's my main job. Right. Yeah. No, it's like <laughs> this will be easy. I'll have plenty of time for band practice. You, you know, multiple times a week and playing, Absolutely. playing Running shows. And it's just easy. like not. It was just like you know. And I think that we ended on a pretty high note. We played at a really nice stage in San Francisco, um, uh, and that was very, you know, very, very cool. I yeah, um, to be able to have that experience with the band, and we have a really cool album that we will eventually. Uh, release um, I, I will eventually release I guess uh, <laughs> probably on me at this point um, uh, yeah but uh, the damn fanatics so I play guitar and I sing I write songs yeah right on, I've, always, right on. I've always written that's always that's always been like probably one of my first like art really like art forms would be write, writing specifically like lyrics or right, poetry right. so that like I feel like hits a very soul, like just like pure place of just something I've always, you know, done. I've uh, always been jealous of people who play guitar. My brother, my brother, uh, who's a, an artist as well, and he loves to play guitar, and he's played in a million bands as well, mm -hmm. and uh, never could make any of them work. But I used to love. When he would pick up a guitar, we'd just be, you know, sitting around maybe drinking with some friends or something like that. He'd pick up a guitar and we'd start singing or something like that. And I was always amazed at I, it's just a skill that I've never been able to learn. Maybe that'll be my retirement skill or after my sure. kids graduate um, sure. from high school and go to college, that'll be that'll be my thing. But I've always I, I'm a big music fan. So anyone that can do that kind of stuff, I've always uh, admire uh, them them a lot. And I grew up around a lot of music, which we can have another conversation about that too. But, Do you, so you want me to tell you the best advice yeah. that I ever got about playing guitar? Mm -hmm. So I was 22 and I like, I had owned a guitar for years and you know, I took one guitar lesson. Guitar, I was like, I love the shit. And then I was like, I couldn't, did not tune it. So I never played it. Um, and like, I, just like really bad at following instructions especially like really basic things like if i can't figure it out like it's just not gonna happen so Ooh. tuning a guitar is like impossible if you don't follow instructions like you just can't just like automatically figure that out it's just like the dumbest possible <laughs> approach to tuning a guitar is just like eh, mm, uh, uh, just, like so much room for failure so I would just do that. Um, and then um, and then I met uh, my wife and she knew how to tune a guitar. She was not, I met, I met uh, uh, a, a woman who knew how to tune a guitar. <laughs> and, she a um, uh, and then, uh, <laughs> uh, um, but, but the best advice that I ever got, I, I was 22 and my buddy was uh, 28. And he goes, he goes, I was like, man, I really want to learn how to play guitar like you. And we were in Tennessee at the time, so I was talking like that. And uh, <laughs> uh, and he was like, hey, man, how old are you? And it was like, he was like 22. I was like 22. And he was like, all right, man. Uh, he's like, in six years, you're going to be 28. And I was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Like, what are you talking about? He goes, uh, I was like, all right. And he goes, he goes, you can either 
be 28 with six years of guitar under your belt, or you can just be 28. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> just, just jaw on the floor. I was like, that hit me. It hit me perfectly. Because I had never really, you know, I had never really, I had never thought about my future past like, you know, 20 minutes, you know. It's like, <laughs> doesn't, did not occur to me that I would even be alive at age 28, you know, that <laughs> the world might continue to exist at in six years was not, you know, it's just like, you just don't think farther than in front of your face if you're me at that age. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, so that's that's the best advice that I ever uh, got on guitar. And I, I really, it, it hit me. I picked up the guitar and I, um, Ariel, t Ariel would tune it for me. That was said to me by Alex Warble, um, who is still my friend and good guy. I got his, I have his artwork like right here. He, <laughs> just right here, just staring right at me. Ah, oh, that's right beautiful. There. So, those of you who can't see, uh, he's showing me some of his artwork, and I also need to mention that this you Alex, are yeah, this is Alex's artwork. Alex's artwork. Sorry, uh, yeah. you uh, do you do a lot of? So, you're talking to me from a from a space that looks really warm and inviting and fun. Uh, it's, nice. it's 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 rustic. It's rustic, but it's I, I love it. Is, is that your garage that you're speaking me to to, to me? Yeah, so I've just done yes, yeah, so I've just done some nice uh, renovations in the in the studio, and by renovations I mean like I painted these old shabby cabinets white, um, which makes them look a lot cleaner than shabbiness. <laughs> um, uh, I I got rid of a gigantic and very very heavy wooden cabinet that was taking up a lot of space not storing anything very well and smelled like gasoline. <laughs> you know, it was built in 1950 and the way they built things in 1950 is like for life, you know, uh -huh. they just like, they used actual wood. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it like, they just I've heard built of this. Things. It, I, I, I have not, you know, it's not, <laughs> it's not a thing that I've ever actually experienced a piece of furniture that you was just built to last forever. And I, and I, and I hauled it away, you know, I broke it to pieces and I hauled it away because it was so gigantic and it was, and you know, it's hard to store. You don't want to store my, um, you know, Joel Grimes beauty dish in gas, you know, in 40 year old gasoline, uh, goop <laughs> It's impossible. You can't clean that off, you no, know? No, no. All right, so musician, artist, photography. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about how you got started in photography and how many, how long it's been, because I don't actually Some know actor. any of that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I'm an actor. Uh, I trained as an actor, which means that I've always been surrounded by other actors. Okay. Um, I have. I've. When I was in school, I would go on photographic adventures with this camera, which happens to be just right here. Um, this Canon AE. One, one. yeah, uh, right, yeah, gorgeous uh, home camera, and that was like that was like my relief, you know. That was like when classes were too much, or when I didn't want to study plays, 
which is ever, you know, who like is really wanting to read a bunch of plays. Like it's hard. <laughs> you got to know which you got to look at what name is coming and who's saying what. That was always like very difficult. For me, but that's what I said. <laughs> um, it's really hard. So I would just read the dialogue and I would not ever know who was saying what. You know, it didn't really matter to me. I was like, I sort of get it, you know. <laughs> Did not come in hand. You know, if you, if you give me my lines, I will highlight them. I understand it's my turn to talk. You know, uh-huh. um, I understand it's my turn not to talk and to wait. Um, but this camera, I would go on photographic adventures as like kind of a relief. I, when I studied theater in, in high school, I also had a television station. So um, uh, at, the, at the school. So I was behind the camera. I would always, instead of doing a project, um, I would do a video. Um, so I learned to edit like on VHS mm-hmm. and was just always had a, always had a camera, always fascinated even farther back than that, like just making records, like I was saying earlier of right. time, like I would just record, um, record, uh, like a tape of, of myself speaking and then just listen to it. It was just fascinating to me that you could do that. <laughs> you think about it like 500 years ago, right? If somebody could do that, we would all be burned at the stake. You know, that's... <laughs> It's so it's not it's not surreal to me that I was always fascinated by that, um, and so am. Um, so the so because I was an actor, I was surrounded by actors, and I had always and I knew how to use a camera. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, take my headshot, you know. Right, right. I was like, oh, cool, I'm amazing at this. I wasn't, um, and uh, so I started taking people's headshots in like 2007. You know, so like. Never, uh, never like very well, never for that much money, if any money, but like side fun. And then side fun became like side hustle over the years until like I got super outdated with my uh, camera um, and like got fired from like a task rabbit photography job um, because (laughs) My photos were so bad. I didn't know how to talk to anybody. So it was like just blurry photos, blurry, like low megapixel photos of the back of people's heads. That was my event photography. Mm. I was, that was, that was a low. That was a, that was a low. You asked me, <laughs> that's you the before, start. You were that's like, the beginning. What were some failures? What were some failures? <laughs> so I was like, okay, cool. So midway through maybe becoming a photographer, I just sort of failed super hard and then gave up. And then a few years later, I got the camera to face the band, right? Uh-huh. Um, to, we were going to South by Southwest. I was like, I'm gonna get some, I'm gonna get, make a tour documentary about us mm-hmm. and ended up just taking a bunch of photos of other people mm-hmm. and having a great time. Ended up learning to use my camera over the next year. I had a Canon 60 um, with a 50 millimeter and I took that to shows in between like three and five nights a week, like 2015, mm-hmm. 2016. 20 and then and then in 2016 it became my job to book music i stopped acting at that point okay um because uh, i was acting in like 2013 to 2012 to 2016 somewhere in there something like that like doing like co- commercial uh like small film and uh like bad tv uh um uh so this is like 2015, uh, I was getting my camera and then I was very bad at using it because I'm bad at looking at instructions. <laughs> and so for like a year, I really struggled. And then on St. Patrick's day of 2016, I remember it, uh, I was at, I like got some shots that I was so proud of because they uh-huh. were 
like relatively in focus. They were in a really, really small like dive bar, really dark, and they captured motion. And I felt like, oh my gosh. I was like, I got something. Like I got something that I feel like that maybe I'll be proud of, like not just for a second, you know? Uh-huh. And I still look and I'm so proud of those photos because I was like exposed. I basically had, it took me a year to Google in my brain exposure triangle, basically, you know, like instead <laughs> of taking five seconds, I didn't know how to Google exposure triangle. You know, I didn't know what any of this stuff was or any of the buttons were. I was just kind of moving my thumbs around and whatever. And then I figured out like, oh, don't like move the frame, like keep the, keep like the, uh, uh, you know, the, the frames like one, one twenty five, one, one sixty, one two hundred, and you're solid. Like, don't go outside of that. <laughs> like, you're fine. <laughs> and then, and then adjust from there. Like, keep that as the first thing at least. Super helpful, I guess, to struggle through that. Um, but being in a band and being from an acting background, surrounded by people who need photos. Um, and then and I booked music for like three booked music for like three right. years, ran auditions, did castings, again, surrounded by people. I was doing publicity photos for right. a venue. Um, and gradually over the course of about three years, um, my income from uh, income from a small portion of my time began to outweigh my income from my actual job job. So I just was like, and that was really right at Shutterfest 2018, 2018, right when we met. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that was like my last day of work was supposed to be a couple of weeks before that, but they wanted to, they were like, we need you, like, please stay on, like, at least until you go to, to Shutterfest. And so I did, I stayed on until, like, I probably worked that Saturday night, you know, like, mm-hmm. I, like worked a, worked a shift, like with a band, packed up my stuff. I remember it was Easter Sunday at sunrise. And I was like, this feels like such a new beginning for me. The ta- we were taking off at sunrise. And I was like, this is so surreal. This is so wild. I feel like something's really changing and shifting in my life. Like, I don't know what it is, what could be. But it turns out it was like, oh, this is this feels like something that um, is so mean. It just feels so meaningful. And the... the uh, the connection of it just keeps deepening the ability to go down the rabbit hole keeps deepening of um, uh, degrees of technical knowledge, degrees of um, play with light. And then always the discovery of the moment that keeps changing. You know, it's like you can't dip your foot in the same river twice. Uh, So a photo of anything of any moment is uh, exciting to me. I'm, it's, it just makes me. Uh, yeah. Wow. And, 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 and so that's, you just kind of described how, like, I see where that success is coming from. And I didn't realize that you had only been doing this pretty much full time for several years now. I, th- I thought it may have been a, a little bit longer. So yeah. I have one, I have one question for you. That and then we're gonna wrap up soon. But um, I have one, and and so for newer photographers, and I think I know the answer to this. But what you're, what 
What advice would you offer to a newer photographer who's been added a, you know, you're, you're that, you're that actor student with the Canon AE1. What advice would you offer to them uh, once they realize that, Hey, I want to do this full time. What advice would you offer to that, that photographer? Just getting started. Wow. That's because I think of that's really crazy because I think of myself just getting started. Like, well, in, in so my more, my world, so you are just recently, getting started, right? but you've still been doing right. it a while. So for me, I've been doing it too long. But for yeah. you, you've been doing it a while, and I consider you somebody who's a professional photographer. Sure. Right? So Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, sure. Wow. To that person, um, uh I mean, that that person, I think, is really specific for me because that uh, that person is picking up a camera and just sort of thinking, you know, kind of thinking about it as an exploration of uh, of of time and of, you know, as as a as a kind of passing hobby or something to do um, uh, someone. It, it, I don't know at what point I. Okay, so at, there is a certain point where I feel like I thought perhaps I could be like a headshot photographer. And it was when I was getting my headshots taken in New York. And um, I had to pay, I mean, I probably certainly didn't. Um, uh, uh, but the, the cost was high. <laughs> the cost was high for it you know um i can't i can't remember I, I don't think that i was working during the actual school year so there's and I'm, I'm certain that my summer restaurant money had far run out at that at that point um uh so uh uh but i i know that it was not cheap you know and i was like i that looks easy i could just do that i know a lot of actors you know <laughs> um just do that you know so that's specifically like and then the turning a turning point for me again was doing when i was p like a pa on large commercial gigs while i was while i was acting seeing making the invoices for these photographers that were clocking like a year's salary in like three days because they were <laughs> billboard or Verizon or somebody, you know? Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, I, I was like, this seems e- relatively easy. You know, <laughs> it's like this guy is just sort of shouting and pressing a button. <laughs> um, That's pretty I accurate. Like, I'm, I'm pretty loud. Um, <laughs> So to the to to that advice, I would say, you know, if you've got an uh, to anybody who if you've got an inkling, if you're listening to this, you know, you've got an inkling towards it. Yeah, I would say explore it as much as possible. Just dive in. I would say in anything that you I you will not know whether it's part of starting a business, whether it's part of starting a new hobby. You just won't know until you commit yourself to it. And whether that's committing yourself to it by giving yourself a weekend where you're really going to do it or an hour where you're really going to do it or a five-year period where you're really going to go after it. It's like, okay, cool. Let's set, set a set a goal of, a, of an endpoint. Um, give yourself a little box to play in mm. um, and say, this is, I'm going to go really hard for this amount of time. Mm. 
on this mm. subject, right? If mm -hmm. I wanted to really dive back into film, which I've been like kind of dabbling uh, in it, I've done a few, I've done a few roles, but if I really wanted to, I've got like eight roles sitting right here mm. and I would be like, okay, cool. Here's the challenge. It's like, you have, you have 30 minutes per role and mm -hmm. one, lo you have one location. You can explore as much as possible in 30 minutes, just like, and then it's a game. It's fun. It's like, mm. I don't know. You go to the woods or you go to, to anything like that. I, I, I don't know if that's actual advice, but no, that's I what think I this did. Is, it yeah, took me a yeah. lot longer than I think other, you know, I've seen other people like decide they want to be a photographer and then like have a functional business with like a more of a plan than I do in like a six, you know, a three to six month period. You can do it like way faster. I know this. You know what? I'm going to stop you there. So I, 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 I love that answer. And here's, I'm going to tell you why I love that answer. Because there are so many people that I've met over the years and in our community, the advice that people will give is to build a plan or do this or do that. I like the advice of you do something for a period of time, but if there's one thing that I got out of today, and, it, and and I'll have to say it's really inspiring for me, in that you are one of the few people that I've met in a very long time who just, I like something, I'm going to do it, I'm going to play with it, I'm going to explore it, I'm going to look at it almost through a child's eyes, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have fun with it. And then I'm going to look back and see what it is that I liked about this. And if I continue to like this, I'm going to keep doing it. And if not, then I'm going to move on to something else. But the way that you, I've got eight rolls of film, I'm going to go play with it, but I'm going to give myself a little task to do that. These are really amazing things to do as a creative person. That's what makes your work look so different from a lot of other people. A lot of people in our community right now will go to a workshop or a seminar and they will look at somebody and say, I'm going to follow this process to do headshots. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But what you've done is you've learned from that and looked at that person and said, well, that looks kind of easy. But then you've done something that's totally unique on top of that. And so I think that is is really wonderful advice and is very different than than a lot of advice that – and I wish that more people gave advice like 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 you're giving. So with that said, we have to wrap up because we're – It was foolish yeah. to think that that was easy, by the way. Foolish. Of course, but of course, yeah. but but going into it like a that's, fool that's, is that's fun. That's what's so fun. That's about what it. makes like, it fun. Yeah, I'm just like, I'll, I'll be dumb about that. I'll think that that's easy, and then <laughs> and then spend the next decade of my life like figuring out how yes. to shout and press a button, and then it's like, okay, cool. After that decade, I will. Okay, cool. It's like, what's a what's a good half century? You know, like, <laughs> I it's like how much time do I have left? I will just press. I will press this button and yell till I die. Like, yeah. this is great. Cool. Well, anyway, all right. Thank well, you. Andy, thank you. Thank you so much for today. Uh, I really appreciate catching up with you and and the advice and just hearing you you talk is is a joy. So. Thank you for being on this week's episode of Something New Every Week. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it, Jason. Thank you so much. All right. If you'd like to be a guest on Something New Every Week, please let me know. You know where to find me. I'm not hard to find. We will catch you next week on Something New Every Week. Take care, everyone.
Thanks again for tuning into something new every week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you do enjoy these episodes, I love it if you hit that subscribe button on however you're listening to this. Again, we want to thank our sponsor, Miller's Lab, millerslab.com. Great company. If you're not familiar with them, you should go check them out. Thanks again for tuning into something new every week. We will see you back here next week.